This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Welcome San Antonio to Christian Family Church Johannesburg, and they are going to give you a warm welcome this morning. anything like this before, but we are going to be preaching or teaching the Word right here in Janisburg and San Antonio at the same time this morning. So we're having church all the way across the other side of the world at the same time. Well, welcome San Antonio to our South African church. And you know that everyone here loves you already. And we thank God that we are one church two nations under God, one anointing, and today is a day of your miracle. So open up your heart and trust God what He's going to do for you. We all send our love. Enjoy the service. Praise God, praise God, praise God. All right, let's stand and remain standing, everybody, as we open up in prayer this morning. Father, we thank you for the rich, living Word of God. As I come to teach today, I make it known that I'm not trusting or depending on limited human abilities, but I am trusting in you. Therefore, I know without doubt that you anoint my mind, that I might grasp the revelation that will rise in abundance from my heart within. Thank you now for a supernatural recall of the scripture. And I believe that your word will flow from my mouth smoothly, accurately, clearly, without hindrance from anything, carried by your anointing, your power, and your love to each person's mind under the sound of my voice and to each person's heart that faith arise and all fear leave. And we will give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory for all that's revealed and accomplished here today in Jesus' wonderful name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, we want to welcome all of you in the theater, in the Dr. Theater, the Dr. Bev auditoriums as well. You may be seated. Praise God. And I'd like you to open your Bible, please, to John 16. John chapter 16. Remember, if you'll bring your Bible to church, you will always grow faster in your faith. You'll always grow faster in your faith. If you can write in your Bible... You will grow by leaps and bounds. That's first prize. Second prize is to look on your cell phone, but you can't write in it, right? And of course, looking up at the screen at the scriptures. All right, have you found John 16 yet? Good. Verse 7, Jesus is speaking to his disciples before he was crucified. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. So Jesus says, it's for your benefit that I go away, because if I don't go, the helper can't come. 
And you'll read on and see he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Now, the helper is one of his names. So he, the Holy Spirit, is the helper because Jesus has sent him to help us in life. That's who he is. But Jesus said, it'll be better for you if I'm not here and he is. Because the Holy Spirit can do a better job of helping you than I can. It's to your advantage that I go. If I don't go, he can't come. So he can do a better job of helping you than I can. That's why it's to your advantage that I go and let him take my place. Now, I can imagine the disciples thinking, well, Lord Jesus, you have provided all our clothes we need for the last three and a half years. You've provided all the finances we need for the last three and a half years. You have provided all the food we need for three and a half years. You have protected us. You've taught us the living word of God. How is this possible that this person you're sending to take your place can do a better job of that? Jesus wasn't lying. He said, he said, nevertheless, I'll tell you the truth. It's better for you that he takes my place. So Jesus is not lying. And we are in that position right here. The Holy Spirit is with us, and Jesus in his physical body is in heaven. But the Holy Spirit is taking his place in our lives. So my question to you is, why are we struggling through life, depending on our own ability, and not depending on the Holy Spirit? to do all for us and more than Jesus did for the disciples. And the reason we don't, the reason we struggle on in life and don't recognize the Holy Spirit right there willing to help us, the reason we don't recognize that because we don't know him. We just don't know the Holy Spirit. We just don't know what he's capable of. We just don't know his heart. We just don't know what he's willing to do for us. We just don't know him. And so I'm teaching a series today. It's going to go on for about three months. And it's titled, Who is the Holy Spirit? So when I get back to San Antonio, I'll continue teaching you on this subject. Who is the Holy Spirit? I believe by the time we get halfway through this series, that we'll begin to understand who he is and learn to depend on him, allowing him to carry us through life and provide for us in every way, just like Jesus did for his disciples. Amen? We are living in a world that's filled with hostile forces. Problems on every turn. If ever we needed the help of the Holy Spirit, it's today. Thank you for those three holy amens. All right, so Jesus said, Nevertheless, I'll tell you the truth. It is for your advantage that I go away. For I do not go, the helper will not come to you. But I will depart. But if I depart, I will send him to you. All right, so we see that the helper is a person, not it. So that the Holy Spirit is him, not it. Third person of the Godhead. And when he comes, he will convict the world of sin He'll convict the world of righteousness and convict the world of judgment to come. 
and convict the world of three things. Of sin, righteousness, and judgment to come. He will convict the unsaved of these three things. He's our helper, but he'll convict them of these three things, the unsaved. Verse 9, of sin because they do not believe in me. Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will convict them of sin because they do not believe in me. So their sin is not believing in Jesus, the unsaved. That's their sin. Well, I thought they did a whole bunch of stuff that were wrong, right? We don't even have time to mention all the things, the evil that the unsaved are doing. But Jesus didn't say that any of those will be on the Holy Spirit's radar. He said the Holy Spirit will convict the world of sin because they don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in Jesus. Which means the sin of the world is rejecting Christ. Say that the sin of the unsaved is rejecting Christ. They do not believe that's their sin. Now, keep your marker in John 16. Because we're going to come right back to John 16 in a minute. All right? Now let's look at Mark 16, the Gospel of Mark. Now here, Jesus has risen from the dead just before he ascends in the cloud from the Mount of Olives. He appears to his disciples and he tells them to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every person. Then he says this, he that believes and is baptized will be saved and he that does not believe will be condemned. Now he could have said, all those are here, he said, if they live holy lives, they'll be saved. But if they don't, they'll go to hell. No, he didn't say that. He said, but he that does not believe will be condemned, and he that believes will be saved. Those who believe in Jesus will be saved and go to heaven. Those who do not believe in Jesus will die and go to hell. Just that simple. That's exactly what we heard earlier on in John 16, verse 9. Same thing. It's down to believing in Jesus. So that I believe in Jesus, therefore I'm saved. Again, I believe in Jesus, therefore I'm saved. Now go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm going to read from the Amplified Translation, verse 19. 2 Corinthians 5, the Amplified Translation, verse 19. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them. So in Christ, on the cross, God did not count up and hold against men their trespasses, but canceled them. God did not make a list of all the sins of the unsaved. In Christ, he canceled them. Canceled all the sins. All the sins. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them. 
So when somebody accepts Christ as their Savior, they must understand this. Or before you tell them, you must understand this. The sin of the entire world was canceled at Calvary. They're not going to hell for their sin that was canceled on the cross. They're going to hell because they don't believe in Jesus and get born again because you can't be born again unless you believe in Jesus and you can't go to heaven unless you're born again. Your spirit needs God's life in it to go to heaven. And that only happens when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Then Christ comes in. The Holy Ghost comes in and your spirit and the Holy Ghost are joined together. God's life enters you and then you will go to heaven. That's the seal of your salvation. So we must understand this then. The sin of the world was canceled once and for all on Calvary. Now let's go back to John chapter 16. And let's go back to verse 8. If you put 8 up on the screen. John 16 verse 8. All right. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me. And verse 10, John 16, verse 10. He'll convict the world of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. So the Holy Spirit will convict the unsaved of righteousness because I go to my Father and you'll see me no more. What's that about? Here it is. He'll convict the world of righteousness because I go to the Father and you see me no more. My going away to the Father proves I have finished my mission of making righteousness available. I have finished my mission of making righteousness available. That's what I came for. I've accomplished that. That's why it's not necessary to stay. And now that I've gone, it's evidence I've finished that part of my assignment. You got it? So the world is being convicted of the fact that righteousness is available. Verse 11, he convicts the world of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. What's that about? Of judgment because Satan, the ruler of this world, the one who caused the world to behave the way the world behaves, starting way back in the Garden of Eden, Satan has been convicted and sentenced and is on death row awaiting execution. Say that the devil has been convicted and sentenced and is on death row waiting execution. Verse 12, I still have many things to say to you. This is John 16. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. What does that mean? You cannot understand them now. I'd like to teach you the deeper things about God. He's talking to his disciples. But you cannot understand them. You're not born again by the Spirit of God. However, when he, the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. He'll teach you these deeper things. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he'll speak, and he will tell you things to come. So the Holy Spirit will explain to us the Word of God. That's one of his tasks. 
and missions is to teach us the Bible. Amen. That's what he's doing right here now. And also it says, and he will tell you things to come. So that the Holy Spirit has been sent to reveal to me the future. Again, the Holy Spirit has been given to me to tell me what's going to happen. So therefore, the Holy Spirit is also our guide. So that the Holy Spirit is my comforter and my guide. That's two things we've just learned about him, okay? Now, verse 14, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will glorify me. That means he'll exalt me, magnify me. For he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. He'll take of what is mine and declare it to you. What's he talking about? There's two things to take note of here. One, he will tell you what Jesus wants you to know. He'll take of what is mine and declare it to you. What Jesus wants you to know, the Holy Spirit will let you know. He will speak to us on behalf of Jesus. He'll also speak to us on behalf of the Father. But so he will tell you what Jesus wants you to know. Number one, he'll take of what is mine and declare it to you. He'll tell us what Jesus wants us to know. Number two, the second thing we want to know about that verse is he's, he is sent, the Holy Spirit is sent to reveal who Jesus is to us and to honor him and bring us and bring Jesus glory. So he's sent to reveal to us who Jesus is. Say this, I could not understand anything about Jesus except the Holy Spirit reveal it to me. You see that? We think we know who Jesus is, but whatever we know about him is because the Holy Spirit has revealed that to us. You see? It says, he'll take what is mine and declare it to you. He'll tell you about me. Say that again. The Holy Spirit will tell me about Jesus. Verse 15. All things the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. So you see, family, the Holy Spirit wants to glorify Jesus to us and through us. He's being sent, the Bible tells us in, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you in order to be a witness of me in all the world. So the Holy Spirit reveals Christ through us. His ministry, the miracles, the wisdom, the compassion, the love, everything that Jesus displayed on the earth, the Holy Spirit has come to be that Christ through us to the world to prove that Jesus has been resurrected and is alive. That's a big difference between us and the rest of religions in the world that the love of Christ can be seen through us and the power of Christ can be seen through us. 
Our message is not word only. It's also with signs and wonders to confirm the message preached. To prove the resurrected Christ is resurrected. Amen. In 1954, when the Lord Jesus appeared to Kenneth e. Hagen, they appeared to him about 12 different times and spoke to him at length. On this particular case, Jesus said to Kenneth e. Hagen, because he's gone home to eat the Lord now, Jesus said, unfortunately, many of my children will not receive the move of the Holy Spirit. And because of that, they will not be ready for my return. Because they do not receive the move of the Holy Spirit, they will not be ready for my return. You see, family, it's the Holy Spirit that gets the bride ready for the return of the groom. Do you understand that? If we shut the Holy Spirit out of our meetings, how is he going to be able to prepare us for the Lord's return? Are you tracking me? There's many, many reasons why we need to know the Holy Spirit, who He is. Let's go to Second Chronicles chapter 5, verse 11. I'll give you a minute to find that in your Bible. Second Chronicles chapter 5. Verse 11 from the New King James translation. And it came to pass when the priest came out of the most holy place, for all the priests who were present had sanctified themselves without keeping to their divisions. Now we are reading about the dedication of the temple of Solomon. He built this most expensive building, the most expensive building ever built. And here he's dedicating it to the Lord. Verse 12. And the Levites, who were the singers, all those of Ashaph and Heman and Judthan, with their sons and their brethren, stood at the east end of the altar, clothed in white linen, having cymbals, stringed instruments, and harps. And with them 120 priests sounding with trumpets. Indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one in unity, to make one sound to be heard in unity, in praising and thanking the Lord. Say that, praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. The house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. That's not a rain cloud. It's the Holy Spirit revealing himself in the natural, in the physical. What was the result? So that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. For the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Because of this cloud, the priests could not continue ministering. They fell out under the power of God. They were lying all over the floor. They could not blow their trumpets. They could not worship. 
Now notice that the glory came into the temple because of their worship. Said so that the glory came because of their worship. I encourage folks to come early to church and worship God. If you want to experience the presence of God, come and offer the sacrifice of worship and you'll see God move mightily on your behalf. Amen? Now we have seen in this very church through the years from time to time this glory of Christ, this glory of the Holy Spirit in our meetings. It's times like these when the Spirit of God reveals himself and this mystic cloud comes in that there's a greater manifestation, a greater manifestation of healings, a greater manifestation of miracles and deliverances. People cry out and get delivered in their seats. It is at times like these that the unsaved run to the altar for salvation. It's times like these when demons cry out while people are still sitting in their chairs. The spirit of prophecy comes into the room at times like these. And heavy burdens are rolled away. The joy of the Lord falls in the room. The joy of the Lord falls in the room. And some people even have visions while they're lying out in the power of God. When the glory cloud comes in. I believe we're going to see that now in these meetings. Is this for us in the New Testament? It is. Go to Acts chapter 2, and I'll close with this chapter. Acts chapter 2, verse 17. And it came to pass, and it shall come to pass, in the last days, says God. Now, this is the beginning of the book of Acts, right? 2,000 years ago. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. And that began in the upper room in Acts chapter 2. It shall come to pass the last day, says God, that I'll pour out of my spirit on all flesh, all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men's servants and my maid servants, I'll pour out of my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I'll show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. Blood, the blood of Jesus. Fire, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And vapor of smoke, the Holy Spirit manifests himself in our meetings. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, because I want to give the Holy Spirit free time to do what he wants to do in the meeting here this morning, I'm going to stop teaching here and continue from here next weekend, from this point on next week. All right? Did you learn anything in church? Okay. Are you glad you came? Good, good. So we'll continue right there from Acts chapter 2 next Sunday morning.
Now, at this point in time, what I'd like you to do is everybody in San Antonio and right here in Johannesburg, I'd like you to close your eyes. Close your eyes. Everybody, please. Now, say this, please, with your eyes closed. Dear Holy Spirit, have your way in this service and have your way in my life. I receive whatever you have for me this morning. I receive whatever you have for me this morning. Say this, I receive the presence of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, to rest upon me right now in Jesus' name. All right, here he comes. Right over there in San Antonio. Here he comes. Across the crowd. Across the people. The presence of the Lord is here. And in the presence of the Lord, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. In the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. Jesus will say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joy of your Lord. Enter the joy of the Lord right now, right now. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Can you feel the joy? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. fire, there's always a siren. And God has his siren right here. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just close your eyes. Let the Holy Spirit work through you and touch you. Close your eyes. Get lost in God. Get lost in God. Get lost in God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Just keep your head bowed, your eyes closed. Swill the Lord's moving. Keep your head bowed, your eyes closed. In your heart, just thank the Lord. Worship Him. In the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Here comes a brand new wave. There it is right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Falling right now in San Antonio. Falling right now, the Spirit of God in San Antonio. There it is. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Those of you that sense the Spirit of God really dealing with you right now, you can come to the front quickly. Those of you who sense the Spirit of God really dealing with you right now, you can come to the front quickly. Stand right there. You sense the Spirit of God resting on you in a mighty way, come on out the front quickly. In San Antonio, come out the front quickly. Put your toes up against the platform. I want, I want all the fellowship leaders to come help me catch. In San Antonio, stand behind them. Come quickly, right now. I want the woman in the front, the men at the back. 
Woman in the front, men at the back. All the men, please step back. All the men, please, please step back. Woman, come forward. Woman, come forward. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Spirit of God is moving. Receive right now in the name of Jesus. There it is. There it is in Jesus' name. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Getting stronger. You can bring those folk in here too. Bring those people in here, that's fine. Praise God, praise God. I want the men at the back, woman in the front. You sense God touching you in a special way. Come forward. Bring them forward. Those people in the line there, bring them, you can bring them in. Praise God, praise God. Praise God, praise God. Yes, yes. God's touching them right now. In San Antonio as well, the Spirit of God is upon you right now in Jesus' name. softly. I want catchers to follow us, please. Eh? In the name of Jesus, receive. <laughs> receive in the name of Jesus. 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 Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. Receive right now. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive in Jesus' name. Receive right now in the name of Jesus. Receive right now in the name of Jesus. Receive right now. Receive right now. Receive right now. Receive. In the name of Jesus. I want the pastors to lay hands on the people in front of San Antonio. San Antonio, I want the pastors, Pastor Luke, Pastor Reddick. I want you to lay hands on the folks in the front right now, like I'm doing. In the name of Jesus. 
the name of Jesus, 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 the name of Jesus. There it is. There it is. The Spirit of God is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. God's Spirit is upon you right now. There it is. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah, get a new one for her. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. There's somebody here today. There's somebody here today. You said this morning, I'm going to church and I will be set free. I will be delivered from this bondage. Now, the Lord showed me what it is that's holding you. The Lord showed me what it is that's holding you. And I'm not going to mention it publicly. But where's that person? Put your hand up. Step out now, all over there. Get behind her, somebody. Stay right there. Stay there, stay there, stay there. Now, look at me, dear sister. Look at me. Do you have to forgive somebody? You do? Will you forgive them right now? Say, so I forgive this person. Mention their name. All right now, look at me. I command that spirit to go from you right now. In Jesus' name. There it is. I set you free. It goes. There it goes. There it comes. coming out. It's coming out. And you are free. In Jesus' name. The demon's leaving you right now. Is there somebody else over here? Okay. All of you that want deliverance right now, put your hands up like that. Both hands. Okay. First thing I want you to do is say, if there's anybody you need to forgive, I want you to say, I forgive them right now and call their name out. You've got to do that. Okay? You ready? Do it now. Call their name out and say, I forgive them right now. All right, so now, good. You've done it, right? Fine. Now ask God to forgive you. Ask God to forgive you for what you did. You see, what Satan's going to do to you is a lot worse than what that person did to you. Now you're forgiven. And the Bible said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I will repay. God will repay them. Don't you worry about that. It's not your problem. Okay, now you are going to be set free from that demon spirit. You forgave them. All right, now I want you to look at me. Look at me. I command those demons to leave you right now. Go from this building. And you shall not return. You shall not return. I set you all free. In the name of Jesus, go. There you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. In Jesus' name, you are free. Free right now. In Jesus' name, you are free right now. No, 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 no,
Okay, now, I want you to do something for me. I want you to take, hold that lady still, hold her still, hold her arms. Get two people out, two men, hold her arms. I want a lady, a lady to slap her on the face like this. Slap her on the face. Get in a call her name. Ask her, what's her name? Ask her, what's her name? Ask her, did she forgive that person? She obviously hasn't forgiven the person. She's got to forgive that person. If you don't forgive, that demon's going to torment her the rest of her life and take her to hell. The demon's going to take her to hell. She must forgive. That's the problem here. The demon's not going to come out. You see, he's throwing a fit because of the anointing. But he's not going to come out until she forgives. Tell her she's got to forgive. Tell her that. The demon's going to take her to hell. Make her understand that. Fires of hell are waiting for her until she forgives. Ask her, did she forgive the person? She's not going to be free until she forgives. The demon's not going to come out. Tell her she's going to hell if she doesn't forgive, Andre. Tell her right now. She must understand that. No way out for her. She's got to forgive. All right, we're going to come down there now. We're going to lay hands on you. Pastors, go ahead and lay hands on the folks in San Antonio. Praise God. Praise you, Jesus. God is good. In the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you right now. In the name of Jesus, God's Spirit is upon you right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Where the catches here, guys. Catches here, catches here, catches here, please. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Catches. Thank you, Jesus. There it is. There it is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Healed in Jesus' name. Healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come in front here. Thank you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. There it is. In Jesus' name, 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 in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, you got it. In the name of Jesus. You've got it. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's right. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Praise the Lord, brother. Where's that woman? Did she repent? Did she forgive? Where is she? Did she forgive? Did she forgive? Has the demon's gone? Okay. Welcome back to earth. Now remember this, church. If you don't forgive, you are handed over to the tormentors, which are demons. And they will torment you and drag you to hell. How can you be forgiven from God if you don't forgive your brother? How can you expect to be forgiven for millions of dollars worth of sin and we won't forgive our brother or friend or, or somebody else for five dollars worth of sin? So that's why we forgive. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I'll repay. Jesus will see to it. He'll sort it out for you. Don't worry. Leave it with him. That's faith. Spirit of the Lord is upon you right now. Now, God's going to touch you right now, lady. What's your name? Fatima. God's going to bless you right now. Ready? The Spirit of the Lord comes on you right now. There it is. God's restoring to you everything that was stolen. Everything that was stolen. Everything that was stolen. Praise God, praise God. Lift your hands and say, God is good, and I receive. God's touching you right now. In Jesus' name, there it is. Ask that man what the name Alfred means to him. Ask that man, what does the name Alfred mean to him? Just wake him up. Wake him up. What does the name Alfred mean to you? Uh, I can't remember Alfred. 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 Has God been dealing with you about going into the ministry? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Has God been dealing with you about going into the ministry? Uh, I've just started on the ministry. Uh, what I'm happened? On, I'm on growth track now. You're at Bible school? Uh, not yet, but it's my desire. It's your desire? Yes. Are you a new member? Yes, I'm a new member. Thank you, Jesus. God's got a special plan for your life. Thank you, Jesus. The Spirit of God's coming on you again right now. There it is. Receive Thank it. Thank you, Jesus. I receive it. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Thank God. God. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Are you glad you came to church this morning? Is God good?
Well, things are only going to get better from here on now, okay? Every head bowed, every eye closed. In San Antonio as well, please bow your heads. How many of you here this morning need Jesus to be your Lord and Savior? You want to believe in Jesus. You want to accept him into your heart. You want to be born again. That's you. I'm going to count to three. And if you will, slip your hand up when I count to three. God will minister to you when I pray. And you will receive this born-again experience. You'll receive the life of God. You'll receive eternal salvation right now. So I'm going to ask you, please, to, to lift your hand up when I count to three, to invite God to speak to you during my little prayer. Here we go. One, two, three. Thank you. Thank you. Everywhere around the church, I see those hands. I see those hands. Just keep them raised for a moment. Wherever you are, in the front, sitting down, wherever, it doesn't matter. Here's my hand. I want to be sure I'm going to heaven one day. Now somebody's going to come and put their hands on your shoulders. Go right now. Rest your hand on their shoulder. Let them know we love them and Jesus loves them while I pray. I invite everybody to say this prayer with me, please, especially all of you that raised your hands. And back in San Antonio as well, let's say the prayer together. Dear God in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross in my place. He was punished. Jesus was punished for my sins. So I can be forgiven. Thank you, Lord. Come into my heart. Save my life. Thank you, Jesus. I declare Jesus is my Lord and Savior. God is my Father. I'm bound for heaven. From this day, the Spirit of God lives in my heart. And I'm born again. Praise God, I'm saved. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Open your eyes. We want to say, God bless you. We love you. Hi, Dr. Johnny, do you want to go? We're going to say goodbye to San Antonio, and we're going to hand over to Pastor Reddick to do the close. God bless you all. We love you, and we'll see you next weekend. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.